Welcome to my testimony, and today we have a very special guest. Yes, wow. Susan Cromwell. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So so nice to have you. Uh, welcome to my testimony, Susan. I I am absolutely honored to be here, you guys. How exciting this is! It's been a pleasure chatting with you, getting to know you. Um, and I'm excited to see what the Lord is going to do in this beautiful community with His story in my life. So before we get into the, my testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you provided for us. Thank you for season. Thank you for her testimony. And as she is about to share it with us, we pray that you just open up her heart. And the words that will come out will just be the words that you put on her heart and that it will just be words from you. Mm. And we ask that you just continue to bless all of us, continue to bless all of our viewers, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The season. Give us a little bit about your background, what it is you do, your ministry, the work that you do, etc. Well, um, my background is varied because um, I have quite a testimony in Jesus. But growing up, I'm a Navy kid. I'm the baby of four. Um, I am a wife. I am a mother. Um, and I am an advocate for shame-free growth. Right now, I host a podcast mm -hmm. uh, called Growth Season. I am I am honored. I am honored to sit in a chair next to my friend Mario Alden Broussard II mm -hmm. on Hope Channel's program Let's Pray. Um, it is a blessing. It is a blessing to get to know the prayer requests of our community and to hear um, the praise reports and what a mighty God we serve. Yeah. My background is, um, it's a little bit difficult at times, but it's amazing because of our Lord, but I'm sure we'll dig into some of that. Yes. In my past, um, not only have I waited tables, I have loved on elderly dementia patients in my life, mm -hmm. but um, when the Lord uh, brought me into his marvelous ways. I had the opportunity to be a youth director. Um, I was learning to be a youth director, let's be clear, and a Bible worker. Okay. And I've also been a um, an evening host, they call it a team show, mm -hmm. um, on WGTS 91.9 in the evenings for um, a period of time. And then the Lord brought me to Hope Channel. Amen. Beautiful, Amen. beautiful. Wow. So before you came to um, to the church, um, give us a little bit of background with your journey um, when you were growing up. Um, you know, just just tell us, tell us your story. 
Absolutely. I'd be honored. And family, I just want everyone to understand that the things that I talk about are not to be shocking in any way, but simply to contrast where I am now in comparison to where the Lord has brought me from. Right. It's simply to glorify his mighty name. Amen. Um, I was teased terribly and not just because my name is Season, uh, which kindergarten was difficult. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was teased pretty heavily. I was somebody who was very uh, in need of being accepted. I, I wanted friends. We moved around a lot. Mm. Um, and like I said, I was bullied. Um, I had been called names. They called me boy and dog. My mom cut my wow. hair short when I was little. Wow. Um, I was a little kid. I had buck teeth, you know. <laughs> I sucked my thumb until too late. Just <laughs> okay. um, right. life, you know. It's, it's hard sometimes when you're a kid. And right. um, yeah, uh, I, I also am a survivor a victor in um sexual abuse okay okay folks will say who and i'll say it's more like how many uh -huh. um and it's just it was very prevalent yeah and um it was very it's it was very difficult and what? it was so difficult that my mind pushed it it, way in the back until I was later in high school years. And then it started to resurface and memories started to occur. Wow. Um, if you doubt people when they say they don't remember traumas until later, mm. believe them. Right. Believe them because our mind is powerful. Right. And um, I think sometimes it's merciful. Wow. So, of course, this led to bad decisions. You can imagine those roots of rejection, that yeah. self-hatred, that people-pleasing, um, trying to do what's right, saying, I, telling myself I must be doing something wrong to be getting all this teasing. Yeah. I didn't have that self-confidence. And so all of these things began to produce uh, the fruit, the only kind of fruit that can come from bad roots, which is bad fruit, um, bad decisions. Um, so things happened to me, but then out of that, my decisions, which I'm responsible for, began to uh, uh, bear fruit of their own, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So it just was this cycle that kept going. I ended up with drugs and alcohol. Um, by the time I was finished, I was a methamphetamine addict who was so crazy that I was walking down the streets. I was that girl talking to herself, walking down the streets. Wow. Um, I was unrecognizable. Um, you could probably pull about 30 pounds off of my body and I would look similar. So not similar to right now, but uh, well, if I lost 30 pounds at this point, yeah, 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 that's yeah. how. And then just, of course, the mental anguish that comes when you are, when I am running from the pain in my life, refusing to allow the Lord to heal. Um, you know, we talk about the valleys sometimes, but there's a lot of us who are so afraid of what happens and the feelings and the realities in the valley that we'll do anything we can to avoid it. Right. Um, and we can talk about it in a little bit as to why it's mm -hmm. so important. But, you know, family, I grew up in a, uh, a church going home. We went to Sunday church. I praise God because when I became a Seventh-day Adventist, when I came into the church that I am in uh, now and that I love so dearly, um, there were a lot of things I had been taught that were actually correct. Um, and so I praise God for the life and the journey that he brought me in. It's just that when he came to me to heal, I was so terrified and angry. I refused to let him. So I was very much the prodigal in that way. You know, I knew the father. Okay. I just ran.
Do you know, I thought I could do it on my own. It was terrifying. When was that point that you were actually seeing God for who he was? Well, it's interesting because if you remember Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible, the Lord allows us sometimes to just go crazy. He will allow the consequences of our choices Mm -hmm. to uh, take effect. And it feels cruel at the time, but it's actually his mercy because it brings us to the end of ourselves. And at the end of myself, I found him standing there. I found him running towards me. Um, I was hearing voices. I was seeing things. I was, as we say, that's not crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's kind of a funny phrase, but it's definitely not funny when when I'm sitting in it. Do you, right. do you know what I mean? Right. So right. much fear, yeah. so yeah. much terror. And I knew that if I didn't choose life and Jesus, that by default, I would be choosing death. I was dangerous to myself and to other people. Mm. Wow. wow. Were you living by yourself at this time? I was living anywhere that would take me. Oh. So there was no keeping a job at this level of drug addiction and participation right. in my, in my, uh, my, my addictions. Um, I was, I think, staying with a boyfriend at the time I decided to get sober, but that relationship was uh, destructive as well. And I just, there was a lot of years and a lot of pain and a lot of bad choices. Um, And I look back now and I find that it's an absolute miracle that I'm alive. I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about the kind of drug addiction where um you know you're partying still this is this is desperation every day this is staying up all night looking out my windows uh, having a a a weapon and thinking that somebody was coming to hurt me this was gone wow but when i decided when the father finally brought me to a place allowed me to come to a place where i recognized my desperate need for him and hear me feeling desperation is a gift mm. if we're desperate for jesus right that desperation that thirst is is a gift and um i had gotten a little bit sober i was all the way sober but not for very long mm. <laughs> and i um ran into somebody i had met just years back in in it was a, a jesus engineering that moment as well but his name was Brian Reed. He was the uh, the youth pastor for uh, Spokane Central Seventh Day Adventist Church. Praise God for this family. Right. Pastor Jeff Kinney was the pastor there at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about support and kindness and um, a church body throwing their arms around me in love. Um, uh, the people that I was around the most would be my friend Brian Reed, who's a chaplain in Australia now. Okay. Um, and then uh, my friends Shanna and Rebecca and Nathan, Nick, Ramona, Ted. Um, and I just have to say their names because right. they're the ones who should be sitting here telling the story. Wow. Because they're the one. I didn't do anything but but try to stay sober and try to follow Jesus and receive the love that was given to me. These guys, they're the rock stars of this story, um, uh, empowered by Jesus Christ, because they are such a beautiful example of what it's like to love the unlovable. 
Right, um, right, um, right. Because you get sober, that doesn't mean all the, the, the crazy stuff goes away. Exactly. That just means that you're not using drugs and alcohol to cover it up anymore. I was right. like a live wire, a live nerve. Anything anyone touched, I, I was going to react to. Wow. Um, right, you got the triggers. The triggers oh, yes. are still there, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I'll be real because I might sit in front of a television camera or do podcasts or have the opportunity to sit here with your awesome community, but that doesn't mean that I'm not still right, right in the thick of the growth process with our Jesus. Right. Yeah. You know, it says in Hosea chapter two, which is one of my life chapters, I call it. I love it so much. That and Isaiah 58. Amen. Hosea chapter two is referring to Gomer and he says that um, I will make the valley of Acor a door of hope and Acor translated is trouble. I will make the valley of trouble into a door of hope. Um, And I just thought that that was so powerful because it's exactly what Jesus has been doing in my life. friends we don't want to choose the valley like i said i I was running as hard as i could we don't want to choose the valley but it's not just that it's a valley how do i say this the valley is the door of hope not the valley leads to the door of hope Mm. Do you understand? He's saying that I will turn the valley into a door of hope. And so I just want that to be an encouragement. If you have places in your life that you're looking at that you don't want anybody else to see, Mm. go through the valley with Jesus. And that's that's all of us. That is our experience. That's all of us. If we're breathing, we're dealing with something. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So So much so much to be said what do you guys think i know (laughs) yeah there's so much here so much i I wanted to know um take you back a little bit so how did you find or how did they find you or how did you find them what what was that point what what happened that process how did you find the the uh, the adventist church or how did Uh, they find you you? all those people that you mentioned how did they come to find you This is such a great story, you guys, because um, the Lord had, like I said, engineered a situation where I met my friend Shane um, and my friends Brian and Ramona Mm -hmm. and Ted. So I met them kind of in a group. Um, I I was friends with Shane and I met Brian through Shane and um, and then they had a young adults group. It was led by Seventh-day Adventists. It was Mm multi-denominational. And it just happened to be a period in my alcoholism and drug addiction where I wasn't using as many narcotics or as often, Mm -hmm. and I was holding down a job. So I was a little bit more with it. So I could function or appear like I was functioning a little bit better. And so um, during this time, I'd met them. They were great. I kind of trailed off and went back into the drugs and alcohol, but the Lord had made that connection. Yes. Well, I was as high as a kite one day and got a Mm. birthday card from them in the mail. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus has my number. (laughs) And then then when I did decide to get sober, I, you know, I remember sobbing in my mom's lap and I started seeing a prayer minister and counselor, um, Ronnie and her husband, Craig, who 
were my spiritual parents at the time because my parents were actually going through a divorce at the time. And God bless my family of origin. They are some of the most amazing people, but they were really struggling. And so the father, though my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will take me up. The word says he'll provide that for us. And so I found a notebook during this transitional time Mm -hmm. and it had Brian Reed's phone number in it. It was years old. How did I find this notebook? Jesus. I called Brian. We visited. He said, how long have you really been sober? I said, two weeks. He said, Susan, why don't you come to the church? Why don't you come to the church and help with um, the the youth group, which was bold. But I think that he who. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yep. See that right there. We all want our children to be right. safe, right? Yeah. Right. Right. There was a background check. There was everything, uh, everything in order. Don't worry. Um, the children were safe, but they knew that I was right. in a, a real right. pursuit of Christ, and I was honest about where I was. Yeah, yes. transparency. Then, uh, I was accountable, and I was under supervision, right. so there's no right. worries there. Right. Um, so he invited me to 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 hang out with the youth. He knew that I needed community and connection mm. to stay sober. And then he invited me to a uh, a prophecy seminar that the church was having, mm-hmm. which yeah. turned into my rehab. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Because I'd been to intensive outpatient twice. Mm. I had tools. I refused to, to implement them. So when the time came, mm-hmm. I knew what to do, but I needed Jesus more. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And so the Lord put me, and this was my process, my journey. I'm not Mm. saying this is everybody else's, but he put me in a prophecy seminar for weeks every evening where I would have been getting ready to go out drinking. It was that same time frame. frame. Okay. Yeah. We call it the witching hour when it Mm -hmm. comes to addicts. And Mm -hmm. so um, the Lord provided yet again. And I sat and I listened. And again, I knew Jesus. I knew about relationship. I knew um, about grace. Uh, I, you know, I, I knew about tithe and I, I knew about interceding in the, in the heavenlies for us or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. his, his intercessory work. But um, I, I didn't need other drug addicts to help me during that time. Yep, right. exactly. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Think about it when Jesus and uh, um, and his guys, I call them the B squad. Um, <laughs> were... right. I love that. The B squad. The, the world with the B it, it, squad. Oh, the, D, right? the D, D squad, squad, right? Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> You guys are too much fun. <laughs> um, even better, but. Listen, they, they weren't demoniacs when they right. set true. the demoniac free, right? right? They weren't prostitutes when they set the prostitutes free. They weren't blind when they set the blind person free. Right. Okay, so this lie that we have in our church that we can't help those who are in extreme circumstances because we haven't experienced it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hear me, it's a lie. Yeah, we need Jesus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Jesus is going to tell us what to do to love the unlovable. Yes. We just have to trust him in them yes. and trust his process. Yes. And not demand performance. Mm. You see, that's one of the things right. that this group and uh, and the Filipino clan inside this church. Also, I have to mention them. They just surrounded me and loved me. They had no idea what to do with me. Wow. But loved me. Mm. They wow. taught me. I, I spent my first Sabbath with Wilma and Bon Astadio and Brian Reed and all of our friends. Mm-hmm. And after food, I was ready to go. And Brian said, no, no, have a seat, sweetie. We're we're here for a while. This is Sabbath. <laughs> 
But by the end of Sabbath, I was like, oh, I, I get it. Yeah. They did sunset worship. Mm. It yep. was all around Jesus. People could take a nap, get up and eat again. It was just community. <laughs> right? you know, Come on. I mean, you were not. So I, I just, there is so much to be said about, um, about not demanding fruit in people's lives that hasn't even had time to grow yet. Yet. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard because that, that initial reaction that you had when you heard that I was working with the children, mm. I, I want my son safe when he's at church or when he's in a community. Right. I, I, yeah. I understand yeah. when parents or family members or church members and pastors and, 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 and elders and nominating committees look and they go, no way. Right. But Jesus says yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Are there checks and balances? Yeah. 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 Are we accountable? Do we need to be honest about where we are and what we're struggling with? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, when we hide what's going on, that's, I think, what creates the concern inside of churches. When we yes. aha discover things. Yes, exactly. Yes. Not transparent. Talk, yeah. And people talk about conservative churches like they're, they're, they're not able to deal with the um, extra secular people, the really hard ones that they're not going to love you. And mm. it is a lie in the name of Jesus. Mm. Yeah. It's true. Are, are we in pursuit of Christ? Don't get me wrong. Right. Everybody in that church did not love me. Okay. Because right. we're people. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just, but I was just a hound dog for Jesus. They were not going to scare me off. You know, I, I'm sorry. Right. When, when Jesus was on earth, everybody didn't love him. So, mm. you know, he's our prime example. So, yeah. yeah, but there were enough connections and enough people loving me when I experienced things that felt um, harsh or cruel or unloving inside of the body of Christ. Mm. I had that to draw upon. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, family, there really is just so much that Jesus did mm. that I was unaware of, ways that he protected me and covered me and ways that I was loved mm. and that people were gracious to me wow. Wow. i just yep. awesome. i cannot imagine i look back i could barely form full sentences wow jesus christ has done a mighty work at the root level in my heart and if you've known me over the past five or six years mm -hmm. um and you met me then and we haven't hung out recently family uh, he, he's done it still and it's almost like i'd have to reintroduce myself Jesus isn't concerned about whacking the limbs off the trees and dealing with just, he does want to deal with the fruit, but not just the fruit. And we're so right. busy playing whack-a-mole, you know, I stopped doing drugs. I, I stopped drinking. That's all fruit. Those aren't root systems. That's fruit. fruit. Once I got sober, the Lord wanted to move past the fruit. Mm -hmm. He loved me in that place because mm -hmm. the fruit matters. Okay, he loves us there, but he wants to drill down and get into the roots. And some of these root systems, it's taken him over a decade of sobriety to get wow. access to. Because if you pull an oak tree up by its roots, the mm -hmm. ground around it collapses. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's so true. That's so and true. so I praise Jesus that he's covered me during this time and that there have been people who have loved me because mm -hmm. the toxicity continues to be worked out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So true. Yeah.
So now we, you have made that decision to choose God. You got baptized, I'm guessing. Right. Yes, ma'am. And yes, ma'am. Went forward. What was the next step for you? Well, I did baptism by full immersion. I did a profession of faith because my baptism was in a non-denominational church and right. um, is a special special uh, factoid that the day of my baptism was my birthday. Oh, oh wow. nice. It was Easter. Right. Wow. And it was my baptism. Oh, wow. <laughs> Beautiful. So Jesus is sending us a message about the resurrection life. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yep. About being rebirthed. And so my uh, scripture that I had chosen that day, having no idea how appropriate it would be, would be to know the sufferings um, to, so that I might be able to walk in the power of his resurrection. Mm. We all want that resurrection life. But when it comes to the suffering and the right. valleys, we're terrified. Don't have that nope. No, but understandably so. Right. I mean, right. who wants that part? Right. But Jesus is saying, family, that's the fertile soil. Struggle produces the fertile soil because it is to yep. our Father's yep. glory that we yep. bear yep. much yep. fruit. Yep. Yep. <sighs> God is good, you guys. He's <laughs> never going to stop. Yep. As long as he keeps surrendering it and chucking this stuff at his feet, he is never going to stop growing us and loving us. Right. Wow. Yep. Wow. So when you came into the church, what was the next thing that you did? When I came into the church, I became the Bible worker after spending some time growing and learning how to be sober mm -hmm. um, and learning how to not explode every 10 seconds. <laughs> right. Right. Just keeping, just being real, because you yeah. know what? There's a lot of us that have uh, that have had to either conquer or go through anger problems. Anger's big right yeah. now. There's yeah. a lot of us yeah. who, um, and I praise God, He's changed my reactions and has increased my capacity. But um, family, don't be ashamed if what you're seeing under all the pressure of 2020 and COVID yeah. and the racial tension yes. um, and the 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 things that are so real. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yeah, the okay. and all that stuff. Yep, it's it's. Don't ready. be surprised yeah, what comes exactly. up. Exactly. And don't let the enemy shame us for it. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. It's exactly. Jesus saying, "See, I want you to see this. Could you just give that to me, please? Yep. Let me turn this valley of Acor, sweetie, into your door of hope. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's His promise. Yep. Every Amen. time it comes up, He's just pruning the branches. He's showing us some stuff. It's not about having to feel ashamed. So I walked into the church. I started to learn how to learn again. I I became the Bible worker. Praise Jesus. Um, this was during the big push in the Upper Columbia Conference with uh, um, uh, President Falkenberg and David yeah. Livermore okay. and Steve Rogers and those wonderful group of people. Um, my friend Jessica Atwell and I are two... Um, I would say two branches of that uh, that beautiful time that we had together. She is amazing. She's a missionary in Thailand okay. with her husband, Brian, and their three kids. And so Jesus just had, he just gave us a beautiful time. And I kept learning. Wonderful. I kept yeah. asking the Lord to sort out and to pull apart the things that I believed were true and the things mm. that were not true in accordance to his word. Right. And because of his word mm. about myself, right. about church, about community, all of it. Mm. Right. So when so, did you meet your husband? I was about to ask that. I, <laughs> I was I was about I got there first. 
I was about to ask. So you, so you got married, and yeah. um, no, I want to know when do you meet. Oh, the, oh, you want? Okay, yeah. she want to know more. Okay, tell her that detail first. <laughs> so I praise Jesus. My husband's name is Chris, uh, Christopher, and um, um, I am I am so honored to be his wife. I can't even tell you guys because right. um, I finally got to a place where I was like, Jesus, I'm in my thirties. And you're the only man I need. <laughs> because, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'd only been sober for three, I think three years when I met him. Oh, wow. We were doing volunteer work in Goldendale, Washington State for Project Patch. They have a, a group of places where children that are struggling can go. But before they put them back into the family dynamic, they had an interim place where they would bring them together and try to work on the family dynamic before they would send them home, um, which is the best. That just that is such a great idea. Right. Um, and we were doing volunteer work, digging ditches. I was crawling around under the building, putting insulation in. Okay. Um, so I met, my point in bringing all this up is that I met my husband. I didn't bring anything cute to wear um jesus <laughs> i said jesus i'm not gonna chase that man you're gonna have to bring him over here because we finally got into this place lord we're good right. i have my my savior my king my 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 everything yeah. and then jesus brought me my my uh earthly priest <laughs> my earthly man Amen. Um, and so we served god together that week and it was kind of an intensive and we did a, a year and a half cross country because I had committed to do the Bible work program for a year. And okay. I said, I have to choose Jesus. Will you hang out for a year until I come over? And he said, yes. I really felt like the Lord wanted me to choose him right. facing my possible husband. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 Definitely. So we got married um, a year and a half after I moved over to the East Coast. Mm. And because of our age, both of us are a little older. We wanted to get pregnant right away, but right. um, we struggled. Mm. Um, we have a four-year-old and he is a wonderful child, but he was a labor of love. Mm. Um, Many cycles of, of your testimony on your IUIs and IVF and yeah. frozen this and inject that and yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. but God was um, merciful. He yep. was merciful anyway, honestly. But yep. um, He allowed us to have our son, and we named him Gideon. 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 He's our little mighty man. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. So would you consider him a miracle baby? Without a doubt absolutely miracle baby yeah. there were things that i won't go into that were happening during the pregnancy there was a time that i thought that i was actively losing him mm. and um i just knew that he was gone and mm. when they did the scan mm. she swung the screen around and said would you like some good news and then we saw the blood flow and the poop poop Boop. Oh. And he was still in there and I started sobbing so hard. Wow. <laughs> she says, if you'll stop sobbing, I can't get the scan. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you the baby's okay. heart rate. <laughs> right, right. You know, I was all over the place and she was um, merciful. And, you know, I'll tell you, even in that 
time frame, I can see this process of growth that the father, mm. because I wasn't handling the hormones well, I was, mm. you know, that was a new layer of learning how to have faith and to trust. And while it was understandable that I was struggling emotionally, um, I believe that Jesus really does strengthen us so that we're not tossed about, yeah, so right. that we're not victims of circumstance. Yeah, and yeah. while I don't, while I look back and wish that I had handled it, quote unquote, better, mm -hmm. there's no shame there. But I, I realized when we went back to try to have a sibling for Gideon mm -hmm. and we had miscarriage after miscarriage, mm -hmm. um, after the IVF rounds, mm -hmm. which is like a double layer, right? my capacity, my, my root level responses mm -hmm. were different. Okay. So this wasn't about being a drug addict anymore. This wasn't about that portion of my story. This was about Jesus cracking down layers to strengthen me. And so that my roots would go down deep and I would be immovable right. in the name of Jesus. But I had to go through the, the pain and fear and he had to show me what needed to, what needed to be healed and what truths I needed to accept about my Jesus so that I might be um, able to endure what was coming, which was the multiple miscarriages and the disappointment of realizing that we probably would not have a sibling for our son. Right. Right. All of this. I mean, every bit of it is just Jesus showing us over and over that we don't have to have shame over the parts that we're not doing as well. He's okay. calling us to learn from them yep. because he will increase our capacity, not in a way where we're covering up and faking and smile and trying not to fall <laughs> apart, right. but from a deep place, there can be an abiding, buoyant joy or peace mm. in the midst of tears yeah. and struggle and heartache and I can believe differently right in the middle of those things. Yep. Yep. Wow. So, so tell us about Let's Pray. How did you, Let's um, pray. Yeah. how did you get that job? How did, how did you get the job of, of talking to people internationally, internationally. twice a week? It's twice a week, right? You guys do it twice it a week. It was during the quarantine. We had Hope at Home, a small oh, segment yes. during uh, Hope Channel's amazing programming so that our community could have some worship together. Yeah. Um, because there were so many that had not converted to online. So there was Hope at Home and then mm -hmm. uh, Wednesday nights, Eastern time, 8 p.m. at let's pray mm -hmm. um family i'm gonna tell you how i got the job but it's probably <laughs> gonna frustrate a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna preface this with if you're looking at me thinking i'm more talented than her and i could probably do a better job and she doesn't even have an mdiv i agree with you <laughs> Don't, don't worry about and it, man. Let's yeah. argue. Let's argue with Jesus about it, and then just right. say Thank blessings you. that you put that wonderful woman in growth in that place. Praise God. Amen. Um, so I'm sitting in that under pure grace, one thousand percent grace. Has the Father gifted me with some abilities? Uh, when it happened, I did not think so. Okay. As I'm growing, I'm learning that there are a couple of things that He has enabled me to do, but 
all of it is grace. Do you guys know that I went to go volunteer on the phone lines to be a phone volunteer? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. The wow. person who was supposed to talk to the hosts on set, mm -hmm. Candace and Pastor David, yes, I remember that. Uh, wasn't able due to pastoral duties, responsibilities, wasn't able to join. And so they looked for somebody else to hop on camera for 30 seconds. Wow. I don't know how or why Jesus did something. They said, you did great. Will you come in and guest host periodically? Oh, and by the way, sure, you can do your testimony. Okay. Wow. Fabulous. It was like they wanted me to host first and foremost, and mm. then to be able to tell my my testimony. I okay. thought, I'm sure you don't want me to just come in and tell talk about how good Jesus is. <laughs> right. That's really all I know how to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, Jesus put me there. So, so you see, you see the power of your testimony, right? It's his story. Amen. Right. And um, it has opened doors. And I, I, I think back to Isaiah 22, 22, and I don't want to think too highly of myself by saying this, but I see the father's favor in our lives, not just mine. Um, he says, I will set upon him the key of David and I will basically open doors that nobody can close and close doors that no one can open. Amen. And that's him doing it. Please hear me there. Exactly. Yeah. That's not me. I used to sit at the end of the hallway before the program, kind of hiding with my headphones in and listen to a song over and over because I had so much anxiety yeah. and I knew that I did not belong there. Wow. And it was a song that would give me bravery because the enemy and my own mind and my insecurities, my inability, you guys, I, oh my goodness, Jesus does something every time the camera turns on. Wow. Yep. I did an interview and told my testimony recently, and somebody that I respect as a communicator said, Season, that was incredibly articulate. Mm. I could have fallen over. You guys, that is not me. Right. <laughs> wow. I know. If you knew me or we were buddies sitting next to each other at Potluck, you would never say, Season is incredibly articulate. You'd be like, that girl cannot keep a train of thought praise jesus for what he does in her life <laughs> wow. hey. so when i say that that's not a yay season that's a what mm. somebody who was talking to herself walking down the streets this is the power of jesus christ and just because my story has drugs and alcohol and all the bad crazy mm. choices that i made doesn't make my story any different than any of us because we have all been saved from death amen amen amen, amen. amen. He right. wants to radically do something in your life as much as he has in mind. He's not mm -hmm. a respecter of persons. Yes. That's true. Amen. We all need growth. Amen. This isn't, yeah, I mean, this, we overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Yeah. Wow. And we all have a testimony, every yeah. single one of us, because we've all been redeemed. Amen. 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 So no, you have but, um, you have a, you podcast have a podcast that you do also. Tell us about that podcast. You know, it's called Growth Season. Mm -hmm. um, I took a small summer hiatus, and I'm circling back this month. So I'll be coming out with some new episodes this month. I'm really excited mm -hmm. um, about some of the folks that I've got. Really, I just want people to understand that growth is happening. We are mm -hmm. growing regardless. Right. The question is, what are we growing? Yeah. Not if we're growing. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yes. Yeah. We can let it happen passively or we can have it, uh, we can, you know, plant seeds in the, uh, as 
excuse me, plant seeds that are the word of God in, um, and that our growth is uh, looked at as many different things. But I, I specifically believe in the fruit of the spirit and it's to our father's glory that we bear much fruit. Yeah. Um, so we talk about that. We talk about some great stuff, you guys. Um, it's just really advocating for shame free growth because it's hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's very humbling. <laughs> very, very. So you can find that on any of the platforms. Um, and it's just, it's kind of a labor of love. Mm. I'm excited about it. Um, and every week I get to sit in that chair and partner with people and pray together with them. And I, I just, words can't describe what it is like and the right. um gravity of what jesus christ is doing during those times right Amen. absolutely beautiful beautiful yeah, so powerful. so as we as we wrap up your testimony um give us a word of encouragement you know for people who you know all of us all of us give, give us that word of encouragement you know mm. what, what would be your word of encouragement to all of us i'm looking around i'm gonna grab my bible two seconds here okay okay <laughs> okay I mentioned Hosea chapter two. Yes. But um, Isaiah 58 is the other one. And mm -hmm. so many of us are in the midst of struggle. Um, so many of us were feeling that way before quarantine or COVID yeah. or um, yeah. people being killed needlessly, um, yeah. all of these things happening around our world, yeah. uh, child trafficking being highlighted lately. Just yeah. mm -hmm. feel like the Lord has pulled back the curtain on some of the enemy's schemes that have been ongoing mm -hmm. and it can be shocking. And I think, honestly, family of God, if we want to be able to step into and bring Jesus Christ into the darkness yes. that is out there and take back the land, we've got to stop being shocked yes. by the yep. darkness, by what we see in that place. Amen. That's part of his process during this time. If I may be so bold as to presume to understand something that God might be doing, the revealing that he is giving each one of us as individuals, as a society, as a nation, as governments, um, as family members, that revealing, showing our weak yep. spots is so that we can, instead of hiding in shame or blame or doing any of that stuff, we can take it to Jesus Christ, ask for healing and help us to grow some new things in us so that our roots would go down deep because of what is coming our way. We need to be fortified in the mighty name yeah. of Jesus Christ yeah. family. Right. The Lord needs warriors on the battlefield. And I don't mean being aggressive. I mean, knowing um, how to use our armor and the sword of the spirit, because we can either bleed out on the field or hide from the battle. We can, or we can get up and learn how to use the armor of God. And let me read this to you briefly, and then I can um, uh, hand it back over to you. So... <clears throat> Is this not the fast that I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free in the name of Jesus, Amen. that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh, then, then, family, would you like some encouragement in the name of Jesus? Yeah. Your light shall break forth like the morning. Wow. Mm. 
You can almost hear the crackle across the skies. Your light breaks forth from in the morning. Amen. Amen. Your healing, your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteous shall go before you. The glory, and I want this, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If we are wondering what to do during this time, he is very specific Amen. about what we can do. Amen. 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 Wow. 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 See, is it? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, you're such a, such a, I don't, I don't, Amazing. I, don't I don't know about this. This testimony this today testimony. was, was, was more than a testimony. This was, Minister this was, um, me, this was a sermon oh. for me today, personally. Yes. Yes. And, um, we want to, we yeah. want to thank you so much. And we know you're a what busy lady. We want to thank you so much for taking your time out and um, speaking yeah. with us today and on our community. Mm. And this was just truly a blessing. I'm, I'm just, yes. I'm just, I can't find the words enough to no. thank you. It's okay. It's okay because it's just Jesus. Amen. Like Amen. our hearts know they're communicating with the Father. And I, I just, for some reason, can I pray with you guys? Yes, definitely. Can I pray? Can I, pray? I just really felt the need to do that. Oh. Um, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Thank you for Colin and Dawn. Heavenly Father, Lord, this is so powerful. Mm. Jesus, testimony. Lord, I believe they have found your sweet spot, Jesus. Amen. These two with their heart after you, Lord, and their heart after uh, telling the truth about who you are, what you're capable of, Father, and, and, and that you are trustworthy, that you are the God of all of the heaven and earth, the one true holy creator. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are helping us to be more than conquerors Amen. in Christ Jesus. Amen. Lord, that you are growing fruit, Jesus, that you are um, drying up and removing the nutrients that are feeding the bad roots, Heavenly Father, in our lives. And Heavenly Father, I thank you and I ask for a hedge of protection around Colin and Dawn and uh, for the ministry that they are um, participating in with you, Jesus. I pray that lives are changed, not because of who we are, but because of who you are and what you have already done. Yes. Father, help us to continue to be bold and to tell the truth about you. Lord, let the enemy be exposed as a liar and the accuser, Jesus, that your character is spotless. And we thank you for your love for your kindness mm. and that your loving kindness, your kindness, Jesus draws us into repentance, which is not a bad word. Mm. Heavenly Father, thank you for the sweetness of repentance yes. and your forgiveness. Yeah. And I ask that you would refresh us this day with your forgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. amen, amen. And amen. amen. Wow. wow. Season such a blessing such to us today. And um, just want to thank you so much again. Yeah for coming and being a yeah. part of us and um tell our viewers again um when what time let's praise on happy to family you can reach us in just about any way that you can connect so we have the hope channel app we have the hope channel website um let's pray is also on hope channel is also on direct tv channel 368 all of the different streaming services did i say roku roku everything you <laughs> right right you can find if if you don't want to sit in front of a tv and watch us wednesdays 8 p.m you can find us on let's pray live 
on Facebook Live mm -hmm. at Let's Pray Live, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays. You can even circle back and watch it. Okay, Amen. beautiful, Amen. beautiful. So thank you so much again and um, give all regards to Mario. Um, yes. You know, he, he, yeah, wow. he, he, he doesn't know us yet, man, but you know, maybe one day we will get him on my testimony yeah. too, because I know he has a beautiful testimony. So, yes. So, yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys. And um, thank you again for the ministry that you're doing and allowing God to use you in such a powerful way. All right. Praise God. We surrender all, guys. It's been an absolute joy to be with you today. I'm so glad we've met. Yes. All right. The same is here. So yeah. thank you again and uh, we'll talk soon, okay? Yeah.